Intelligence is a trait which is short in supply in this generation. And talking to a well-read person in times like these kind of satisfies mind. My internet friend Konka, who is a researcher and bookstagrammer, has got just the right brains in abundance, making her one interesting person to talk to. This is Anirudh. Talk of thought will start right about. Konika, thanks for coming in the podcast. Hi Anirudh, how are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm okay. Actually, I'm great. <laughs> it's yeah. sunny here after so many days, and actually, that's the reason I think because it's been raining constantly for the past two to three weeks. So yeah. I think that's one of the reason behind. Yeah, that's that's true. Same here in Hyderabad. Like it okay. was raining like crazy. Like first thing, it's lockdown. We can't go out, and then it's raining. Uh-huh. So you know the cases and everything. It's way too high. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So why don't you tell listeners about yourself? Okay. Great. So hi guys. Um, I'm Konika Chaudhary. So Anirudh and I uh, got into contact on Instagram. Uh, I think he visited my Bookstagram page. Speaking of which, I have recently started my Bookstagram page of paper cuts, and obviously it was because of the quarantine that I did it. I have been into books since my school time, and I never really thought seriously about book reviewing and everything. So since I had a lot of time in my hands, so I thought, why not start a Bookstagram page? And that's how we came into contact. And uh, professionally, I am a cancer biologist. I am uh, pursuing my PhD degree at IIT Guwahati. And uh, since we have been uh, locked in our homes for uh, for the past five months, so it's safe to say that we have not been doing any kind of bench work for the past five months. So that is how my Bookstagram page has come into being. Well, actually, you know, we will come to you know the bookstagram and about the books later. But I'm really interested in what you're doing in IIT Guwahati, like the research that you told. Can yeah. you can you be in sure. detail, like what are you exactly doing? Yes, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so I like I said, I'm a cancer biologist, and hmm. what we are we our team is trying to do is that we are trying to use our immune system to target the cancer. you know like we have known i mean everybody of us like in this age when there is uh, the pandemic we have heard a lot about our immune system how we have to boost the immune system we have to eat this that so that our, our immune system can fight the virus okay so the idea behind using the immune system to target cancer is that years uh, about 100 or 100 years or so ago when the immune system first uh, they started to study the immune system they found that it can easily target pathogens like you know bacteria virus and oh, everything okay but what was found that this immune system it cannot easily target cancer oh so they started doing research and experiment and studying what they found was that cancer is not actually a foreign you know object that enters our body hmm a cancer the cancer that we have it is actually a part of our body in our dna we have several different kinds of thousands and thousands of genes and these genes they actually cause cancer so in a way our immune system thinks of these cancer genes as our own not foreign so that is why they don't attack them and that is how the cancer progresses oh so but that is, yeah. yeah so i have this doubt that uh, you know like our genes have memory cells of all the whenever we get sick 
it has a memory cell that remembers what uh, foreign substance make right. uh, made, made the change in our body right. so whenever right. genes know that you know they have the memory cell of cancer when mm-hmm. that foreign substance come in so why can't they you know that match and uh, kill that substance that's how the vaccination works right yeah. like they kind of inject well before so that when it actually comes to you it will right. fight with it right but the point here is the cancer does not come externally it is present within us you know okay it's, it's yeah the genes that cause cancer they are actually known as oncogenes you know oncology oncogenes okay okay so, heard of so, it yeah 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 so these genes you know these are like everyday genes they help you go through your life i mean they help you in different kinds of metabolism to help you grow Hmm. they are actually normal genes but hmm. you know, at some point of uh, time in your life due to maybe genetics or um, due to your lifestyle or anything you know hmm. these genes they sort of go abnormal you know oh. it's actually a normal gene it's doing its uh, job beautifully and everything but at some point of time it goes abnormal and that is when it starts to produce cancer cells you know i mean it that's how it works so how will the memory cell remember it as foreign it was already present in our body okay, it's not an enemy it. it doesn't consider it as an enemy so why will it attack the cancer cells okay got it oh now yeah. i understood since because it did not get attacked by cancer well before when a child takes no. birth it was already there by default yeah right exactly okay, got it, that's got what it. i'm saying but you know these days we have cancer vaccines the oh. principle behind it is the same like polio vaccine and everything Hmm. the here what we try to do is uh, you know there are you know proteins right yeah yeah proteins yeah so there are certain proteins on the surface you know of cancer cells externally hmm. so actually uh, whenever a pathogen or uh, bacteria whatever it is they enter our body these memory cells they hmm. recognize them using these proteins that are present on the surface hmm. right so that's how they are able to remember oh i have seen it i have to attack it but okay. in cancer cells what uh, in cancer vaccines what they do is they uh, sort of you know extract these proteins from their from their surface hmm. and from outside they try to you know uh, you know what the, uh, interact these proteins with the memory cells in our body okay. and they sort of yeah try to you know uh, have uh, to to create an interaction and that is how they try the they treat the memory cells into remembering that okay this is cancer antigen i mean this is cancer protein uh, i'll have to attack against it so this is the idea behind the cancer vaccine and yeah this is very much a thing it's not yet really you know uh, out there but mm. there have been trials and there have been people i mean patient cancer cancer patients who have benefited from this cancer vaccine okay so what exactly you are doing research in this immunology Yeah. subject okay so here we are trying like i said we are trying to use a you know uh, immune system to target hmm. the cancer what hmm. we are going to we are trying to do is that there are certain genes you know hmm. uh, uh, they are called pd1 pdl1 that's how they are named you know these okay. genes uh, they are pres- i mean they actually you have heard of t cells you have just mentioned t cells okay yeah yeah so yeah so these genes you know they actually help the t cells Hmm. to uh, uh to you know get inactivated not activated inactivated okay. what yeah. are t cells like uh, exactly t cells they are you know in, uh, to put into simple words they are the army of the immune system okay got they it they are part of the immune system t cells okay okay 
yeah these t cells you, there are lot different yeah. there are many different kinds of yeah the only thing yeah. i remember is like white blood cells platelets <laughs> yeah 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 they come under that only okay okay got it so there are t cells b cells many different kinds they are all part of the immune system and they all help us maintain a healthy body they fight against pathogens and everything hmm. so what happens is these genes that i mentioned pd1 hmm. pdl1 they are known to inactivate the t cell okay yeah so they will inactivate this t cell and what will happen naturally the the t cells they won't be active enough to attack any pathogen or cancer cell anything right hmm. so what we are trying to do is we are trying to block that gene this pd1 pd1 pdl1 hmm. so that it cannot inhibit the t cell you know so that t cell can go on with their work and do their jobs and uh, target the cancer attack the cancer cells oh got it it's 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 it has the same system of immune modulator system uh, immune exactly, modulators right. right yeah yeah these are immune modulators immune modulators okay got it so yeah. you are going to inject like an agent or a foreign substance well before so that this yeah. t, t, t cells can function way better than they used yeah. to be yes yes these agents that we are going to use they will directly act on the genes that i'm talking about they will not do anything uh, to the t cells okay they'll they'll target the genes they'll uh, you know inhibit these genes so that these genes are blocked they are they are out of the way of t cells and now the t cells can happily perform their job okay yeah so they are a class of right you as, as you said they are a class of immunomodulators now these immunomodulators you know they are mm. of two kinds some of them they suppress the immune system immune system some of them activate okay yeah wow so, so we are trying to activate the immune system so that it right. fight against the cancer right 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 that's right okay so for example if anyone goes through the treatment right like the the, the research that you are proposing is to activate this t cells way better right so if anyone goes through that treatment it mm-hmm. means they and their uh, whole legacy like their successors everyone would be inherently uh, their t cell would function way better no 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 that's not the catch uh, let oh. me tell you why hmm. because this uh, the agent the immunomodulators that we are going to use you know hmm. they are not going to make any permanent change in your dna it will okay. only be temporary okay okay yeah that is why i think uh, the, the cancer patient he'll have he or she will have to uh, keep uh, taking the uh, agent throughout their lives okay because got it's it because it's not yeah provided it doesn't have any you know uh, prominent side effects or anything so they won't be making any permanent changes in the dna so that is why it will not be inherited by the future generations Okay, got it. It's just a way. So it it's just a way that you boost your immune system, but uh, it is temporary. Like there should be like in every regular period of time, you right. have to go through that thing. Yes, because the reason I'm uh, the reason behind this is that you know one gene, like I mentioned, PD one. Hmm. This gene has many different jobs, not just inactivating the T cell. It will have many different jobs to do. Okay. Yeah. So if you inactivate it permanently. it won't be able to do its other jobs and that will in one way or the other harm the person you know oh got it okay yeah, so yeah so there, is there any other research like apart from yours that you read that they actually practiced in the same subject yeah right yeah actually i got inspired from uh, there are two researchers hmm. uh, one is from japan tatsuko honjo he is called professor tatsuko honjo okay. and another one he is from america he is called professor james p allison 
both of them they had worked on immunotherapy hmm. and uh, they both of them they discovered these two molecules one was called pd1 okay and the the, uh, the other one was called ctla4 these two molecules they you know uh, sort of tweak the t cells and both of them they uh, jointly received the nobel prize in 2019 in the field of medicine and physiology wow yeah so i i don't know I'll, if i'll be able to you know achieve anything i don't know but let's stay positive we are trying we are working that's how research works you have to assume you have to hypothesize you have to take risks yeah that that's completely true in right. research or business or anywhere you do you have to be you know aim for the best and you should just have your groundwork fixed right right so this right. immunotherapy is way better than chemotherapy right that we cannot claim that right now that oh. is that would be a wrong thing to say because what works for one patient doesn't for others okay for one patient chemotherapy might help him and it won't cause that much side effect but for another chemotherapy might cause might, might cause significant side effects and maybe no benefit so it really depends upon the i mean patient you know the individuality of the patient Okay fine so how did you like when you when you got this idea like how was like you know the initial pitch to now where you are in iit trying to like you know do the experiment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how did it start like you know you got this idea and uh, how did it initially start like in college like the yeah the my interest in research i would say spiked somewhere in third or fourth year of college you know okay uh, yeah in the first year i was not really sure what i wanted to do i mean uh, would i want to be in research or a regular not regular i mean a corporate job or anything or just into academics mm. but in third and fourth year we had a mini project in a cars uh, college we had mm. to me and one of my friend mm. we had this mini project and we have and uh, in that project we were allowed to handle all the instruments and everything on our own okay we were allowed to do that and it sort of you know fascinated me oh because yeah many project means you don't have too much time to do it you know you have to uh, you know improvise and optimize and everything on your own there is no one to help you and it was the first time two of us we were handling these instruments on our own oh yeah on other days during our practical classes there would be a lab attendant or seniors who would help us not even i mean they would help us and you know uh, make us understand and everything but they were not they were a little touchy about uh, letting the students touch the instruments hmm. makes sense because they are really costly and you cannot uh, let uh, all the 80 students of the batch uh, use the instrument because then you know what will happen yeah i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure like not everyone yeah. has got an idea and try to do something right right so that uh, it took us around 4 months yeah in 4 months the experiment in the in that experiment we failed about 7 to 8 times oh in doing what we were uh, in trying to achieve what we were uh, doing so hmm. that sort of you know fascinated me i mean whatever you try to do hmm. the i mean the idea behind your work the amount of hard work you put behind it and everything it matters i understand but at the end of the day it's the will power that is more important because i remember me and my friend we used to go back to our hostel you know totally dejected and everything because yeah. we would see all our you know i mean batchmates they would uh, come back to the hostel with you know extremely good results from their experiments and everything and we 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 were not trying i mean we did not have any results till around two and a half months or so and there was there were only one and a half months left and mm. it it was miraculous i would say because after that we uh, started to get some good results and finally we submitted our project and i would say yeah that's when the 
you know researcher in me sort of you know got inspired in everything yeah the best part is like even though you know uh, the seven times that you tried and you didn't get the result and the subject that you're dealing with uh, there is not much uh, information out there in the world to read no yeah. uh, so like uh, at that point yeah. of time like you know you pre- really need exponential thinking to get yeah. into this part and do so right. did you go through any private lab or like there was any guidance like any professor guiding you and making this all thing happen yeah so like i said uh, in our college uh, this mini project hmm. uh, it was we were doing it under our uh, you know one of our professors called she was uh, professor uh, gargi de hmm. so she is actually food technologist and the subject was of course food technology so hmm. she really helps me you know spike my interest into research and you know i mean she still helps me you know to what do you uh, to what do you say uh, yeah to put my thinking cap on i'd like to say that because okay, you need to think it. you need to think while doing research you cannot just go and start adding chemicals and doing this and that you cannot first you have to hypothesize Wow. for that you need to read so she you know put a lot of emphasis into reading you have to read a lot not just books but research papers as well yeah, th- yeah. that's true and understanding yeah. them and then you know comprehending right. and making one for yourself yes that's true yeah. so that is one of our professors next after college i for we have a six month you know uh, dissertation training program in okay. Okay, okay so for that you know i got selected in uh, there is a dbt sponsored institute in faridabad thsti so okay. uh, yeah i was selected in that institute and i worked under dr krishna mohan atmapuri hmm. he was working with tuberculosis so he was a really really good guy i mean a really really good guy i mean he was so patient and uh, i would be it's you know safe to say that he never got never got irritated or impatient whenever i did not understand the concept and mm-hmm. initially i was a really uh, little you know uh, scared, you know what to say little scared of asking questions too many questions you know because i have seen there are some professors in my college who are so you know at a position that they do not really entertain questions from students yeah. they get really irritated or they would just say consult the books or there are some things you cannot just get yeah. from the books right they have an assumption that everyone understands right. everything right right yeah. but that guy he was not like that he used to sit with me hours and hours putting over books and everything and he was so humble and so down to earth wow. and it really helped me uh, in the res- i mean it was a six month program and and i really really enjoyed it you know and the good thing came out of it was that i learned a lot of techniques what are important for that and also, i also got a research paper, paper published of course it was not first author because it was not primarily my work it was work of another phd student mm. i just um, did some of the later works uh, parallel works for that paper so anyway mm. it was a really you know enriching experience oh so how did like you know how was the selection in iit you know for proposing paper went through like what okay. are the procedure right so you know uh, these days i think uh, iits uh, when i had started applying for phd hmm. till then there was no rule that uh, you have to have some iits they have rule like iit bombay and everything hmm. so they have a rule that you have to qualify gate with good hmm. rank in order to be eligible to sit for the interview hmm. yeah so but iit guwahati i don't think they had such a clause but yeah i uh, 
qualified gate and also UGC net. Net is national aptitude uh, test. Sorry, mm. national uh, eligibility test. I'm sorry. Mm. So that is yeah for uh, candidates who want to pursue PhD, and okay. also for candidates who uh, you know apply for lecturership in a college. Oh. Yeah, that is for them. That is called UGC net. Mm. So I qualified both, and luckily I you know got a good rank. So mm. I uh, applied at uh, IIT Guwahati, and there were interviews. And uh, firstly, I remember, yeah, there was a written test, and then mm. there were three rounds of interviews. And uh, in every uh, interview panel, there were around uh, six to seven professors. Oh my God, this so, is so intimidating. Yeah, it is. It sure is. But they were really kind. My experience with the um, the interviewers was, you know, really good. I. I would not say that it was really scary for me. Although before entering into the room, I was I would say that I was really scared. But they made me feel really comfortable. Asked me questions. Not they directly did not pounce on me. You know, hmm. like Got um, they were asked making. They I I was I knew that they were trying to make me feel comfortable by asking me. You know, like hmm. questions like where are you from, from? What was your school background and all of that. Oh God! So it. it was really good. Yeah, because the thing is, you going to that part, like you know, from failing into like you know three four times in the experiment mm-hmm. to right. getting into IIT and doing this research thing, it probably shows more than the luck. It was your perseverance and being with the right people and hard work. Yeah, that is true. But I would say it was luck also because you know I have known a lot of my friends who are really hardworking, really you know intelligent, and but I don't know what how to put it, but. They could not achieve what they wanted to, so I would say a little bit of luck also plays a role, you know. Oh, so a little bit of luck, I would say that because they are were really good, uh, you know, students and everything. But somehow, and some of them, they also got selected into PhD programs, but it did not work out. So either oh. they were kicked out or they left the program because you know oh. there are a lot of stuff. So I would say, yeah, luck is also an important factor, you know. Hard work and everything is yes important, no doubt, hands down they're important. But luck is also, if not equally, at least a little bit important. Yeah, actually the thing is the field that you are talking about. Like these mm-hmm. are not like the field that we have much spoken out, right? No, because right no, now it's right. more like you go to be like engineer, doctor, or you know, right. starting an entre- like entrepreneurship. Like right. these three are like mm-hmm. just spoken on, but doing a research, research work. This term, I like, I hardly heard it a lot in this pandemic time that we need a vaccine for coronavirus. Exactly. So right. this is yeah. the only time I heard there is a like you know people want researchers to get out, get get out with a vaccine and all yeah. those things. And uh, listening from you, it was like really good experience because uh, mm-hmm. we probably don't have much researchers as many as we need right now. Right. We don't have researchers, and also we don't have fund. <laughs> yeah. We don't have as much fund as required, you know. Yeah, th- so that's that, that's true. That's that puts a lot of pressure. Oh, so what uh, background or like what made you? You know, you told of course you told your professor name that spiked your interest in research. So what was your initial study background and interest? Okay. So, so that because it probably it's not like you know many people do this thing. Like mm-hmm. I hardly see. Like I personally don't have like any of a friend like who is into this field. I guess you're okay. my the, like my first friend like doing something okay. really different. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I was a science student, obviously, uh, in my eleventh and twelfth, hmm. and uh, I 
we had our biology courses we had our physics chemistry and biology courses split into three different subjects right from sixth standard oh. and i remember it was then we had a new biology teacher in our school hmm. and uh, you know uh, there were rumors around that he was really scary and you know very intimidating hmm. and so you know everybody used to stay away from him you know do not did not try to cross paths with him yeah yeah so one day what happened yeah we had this different labs for these three uh, biology physics and chemistry subjects hmm. so one day after you know morning assembly we were you know coming back to our classroom respective uh, classrooms and uh, the um, a day or uh, yeah a day before uh, some of our seniors you know seniors they told us that uh, a new skeleton you know has been brought into the biology lab so oh. but we did not yeah, yeah we were not allowed to see because we are in sixth standard and we hardly had any practicals then Okay. So I was really interested in seeing the skeleton, you know. You know, then it you it used to be really very, you know, in, uh, interesting. Yeah. So I saw that the, on our way on, on the biology lab cell. So I saw that the door was a little ajar. So I oh. thought maybe uh, sir was not there, or I don't know. He usually did not keep the door ajar. Oh. So I thought maybe he is not inside the room. I thought maybe take a quick look and rush back to the classroom. so i you know poked my uh, my head inside hmm. and sir started looking around and you know looking uh, searching for the skeleton and it was you know hardly 5 to 10 seconds hmm. and i heard a you know very you know grumpy and you know scary voice from the other end of the room you're like hey who is it he shouted like that and i was like <laughs> you oh you would be God, oh scared like <laughs> yeah i almost pissed my pants <laughs> I almost I, I, did that. I I was in that position. I was I I know how it feels. Yeah, right. So I I I was I I don't know. I mean, I forgot how to speak, let alone speak in English. I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he uh, uh came forward. He asked, "What do you want?" I I uh, somehow I managed to speak. I told him, "Sir, I wanted to to see the the skeleton." so the he looked at me you know like he would you know rip me off for 5 seconds he looked at me like that then he slowly smiled and i was like okay fine today you're yeah, safe my, yeah i am safe okay so then he called me inside and he showed me the skeleton and he also let me you know go around seeing that there are there are different you know plant and animal specimens inside the lab oh. so he let me go around and check them all out so after a, and then that day i realized he was not really scary you know he was maybe actually he looked a little scary he was not scary at all oh so yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i know he's just scary. trying to make sure that you know yeah. students don't take advantage of his freeness exactly, right. and he was just acting like that right and a week or so after that our old you know previous biology teacher he was transferred i think so mm-hmm. then uh, uh, this guy he Came to teach us. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you his name. His name is yeah. Jayshankar Sir. Okay. Oh, cool. And so yeah, so he came to teach us, and you know, my whole this whole concept about biology changed. He was oh. so flawless, and you know, so effortlessly he used to teach. And I remember he used to teach. Uh, he used to bring different, you know, six, seven different colors of chalks inside the class, and he used to draw all through, use the whole space in the blackboard, you know. He used to put huh. so much of effort into teaching. I simply loved it. Wow. He taught us till class twelve, and I remember enjoying every every bit of it. I and I think, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure that is how my interest in biology it you know soared. 
hit me you know it sort of hit home exactly i would like to say it sort of hit home hmm. and yeah so i still have that book with me whenever i go anywhere you know and whenever i feel low or anything i go back to that book and read it it's really you know it's a very simple story and everything and uh, you know it's really enriching yeah, i i i felt the same emotion when i read this book called a man's search for meaning right i have read the book exactly right yeah. right i have just read it in june yeah oh like i really love that book because you know that person victor franklin he was like a doctor right. and then right. the way he was treated in the nazi camp it's like completely opposite and the way he the best thing about that book is the way he tells that you know give meaning to the suffering that you have and the way he explains right. it's right. quite amazing amazing you know it was i was really i really needed that something like that because hmm. i the, it was during the quarantine time and i was really worried about my research because we were at home yeah. already there was a lag of 4 months and i was really worried because anyway research takes time i'm not sure if i'm going to finish my research in 5 years and already there is 4 months lag i was really you know going through a phase really dejected and everything one of hmm. my friend you know through a book exchange program he hmm. sent this me this book and i'll you know i'll forever be thankful hmm. to him for this it was wow. really good book really good Yeah. and yeah because the thing is a book like that it it was more like a glimpse like like after i read that book there is also this movie called 12 years of a slave yeah right it was an oscar winner right yeah yeah it's an oscar yeah, winner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like uh, while watching that movie or reading this book i just felt that how like how how blessed i am like living right now in the world because sure. it was much tougher back then yeah and that we have so many privileges i cannot even count we have so many privileges that's what yeah and i feel reading a book like getting in a habit of reading a book is a bless itself right true true i agree i agree so i like I, i'm glad you brought up this uh, man search of uh, for meaning because hmm. uh, just after i read this book i sort of thought you know why not review this book and yeah. that's how i think my instagram journey my yeah. bookstagram journey you know started yeah and the reason i brought up this book is because i saw that book i guess it was like the first or second post yeah right yeah it was the first post it was yeah 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 your first post and then i was like fine like i read that book so you know that uh, that some fandom or the fan fanism would be there to a book when you just complete a book Yeah. and then i was in that fandom and i was searching for like the guest so i just saw yeah. and the first book that you posted was man search for meaning and i was like yeah. man i should have this person in my podcast <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really good book oh my god i i think uh, after homecoming i'll be carrying around this book with me this will be the second book yeah yeah and it important. is like a book that you can read you know twice or thrice like there exactly. are a lot of notes you can make every page like if you right. look at every page i have notes in that book like it's completely yeah, scribbled yeah. and all yeah yeah same same here it has been annotated mercilessly <laughs> <laughs> i cannot even give away that book to anyone that's true like it's it, it i just probably felt like i should buy another book and keep it nice like i maintain my books yeah. really good i know right. yeah same here yeah so It was like a really good book, The Man's Search for Meaning. And what are the other books that you really read and got influenced? Okay, um, I would like to say Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter, and I know a, a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this right now because of oh. the you know apparent controversy uh, about you know J.K. Rowling's uh, you know comments yeah. about the LGBTQ uh, community in June. 
yeah mm. you know she uh, i cannot uh, explain the whole comment and everything but i would like to uh, just point out the gist that she apparently uh, you know made a mm. comment that the uh, the trans women they sort of you know threatened her existence as a woman oh so yeah so this tweet has received a lot of you know backlash in twitter and everything and i personally also feel this was a really insensible you know insensitive uh, thing to say so yeah, it as, is yeah so as much as i do not stand with jk rowling in this you know in this uh, on her opinion hmm. but i would like to point out one thing that her work and her thoughts are two different things That's although true. i understand yeah i understand a few people would point out that uh, whatever today she is it is because of her work and her work that has been supported by so many fans hmm. and that is how she has this platform to speak whatever she wants hmm. so in a way we have provided her this platform right yeah so many people would argue that yeah if you continue to follow her or uh, uh, follow her work and everything she'll continue to have this platform to speak so i like to say that any person irrespective of their fame or status they already have a you know platform to speak because hmm. i i i i for myself i am not a celebrity still yeah. i have an opinion on instagram yeah. so she will continue to have an opinion irrespective of us following her or not that's true yeah because i stand for the lgbtq community i have my love and respect for all of them and i will do whatever the best i can to you know uh, 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 to respect their integrity and everything but at the same time i would like to say that i i cannot you know dissociate myself with what i love i really love loved her work and it will be continue it will continue to be a part of me and myself and probably my children also if they like it Well, that's completely true because you yeah. know first thing is our personal opinions like i feel all human kind everyone right. are same irrespective of what they are gender right. caste color anything I and know. second thing is she is an artist she wrote something and reading that gave us more joy then of right. course it made her happy but she didn't expect harry potter would she would be this big hit as she thought yeah it probably gave people more joy reading that harry potter but mm-hmm. artists work should be complimented when it's worth right right it's something like you know you can it's uh, you know like you can continue to you can love your country but in, but you can hate your government government it's something like that yeah that's the correct analogy yeah yeah so i i love her work but i will not in any way stand with her in uh, regarding this matter hmm. so that in that sense i have completely you know detached myself from her tweets and everything Uh, actually it's true because i i i wasn't aware of this big controversy but i do know she made some comments and that actually yeah. backlash her like in a very in a very bad right. way but right. still like whenever i see someone telling that you know when we attach their work and their personality together it's not right because their their personality is their personal thing True. that yeah, like yeah. because i like since i am into this business field i know like when elon tweets something the way his mm-hmm. stock price get affected i'm like it's not directly related to the stock right true right true. why is his his thought process his personal life and his professional life should right. be affected directly yeah but then people who are you know denouncing her work and you know encouraging others to you know uh, not get themselves attached to any more jk rowling merchandise or books mm. it's safe to say that they that is their opinion we cannot discourage them from making their own opinion that is their opinion this is my opinion that's that 
Yeah, and I stand. Yeah. Like I also believe in your perspective because it's true. Because uh, if she did not make that comment, like people would be still reading, and uh, it's not because what is she like? Because we did not read the book right. because she is J.K. Rowling. Because she became J.K. Rowling after the book. True, true. That's true. Yeah, uh, and I personally feel like whenever I feel the wide perspective of us, we read when reach when we read more books. True, that is true. Like I personally, you- yeah. I personally feel, you know, for me, mm. I I cannot, you know, vouch for movies as much as I do for books, you know, because mm. in movies they'll put whatever they want to in your mind. Your imagination mm. is restricted in movies. Yeah. In books, it is not. I feel so. You yeah, know? I can I also mean. think. Yeah, because what happens is actually. When you read a book, it's your wish how you want to think of a character, that and you right. and you are not assured of who is the main character. Like in movies, so, like there is a hero, there is a hero, and like a male protagonist, female exactly. protagonist. But in book, we don't know who is the main. You just imagine True. everyone, and you go through for the story. Like story, story is the main right. concept of a book. Exactly. So recently, I read this book called My Little Epiphanies by Aisha Chaudhary. I'm sure you have heard of it. Yeah, I there heard of movie, it. Yeah, there was a movie based on the, the that you know book. Uh, the sky is pink. Yeah, got Priyanka, it, got it. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. The movie. Priyanka Chopra and Zaira Hussain. Yeah. So I watched the movie first, and then I read the book, and I could not get you know the the pictures of Priyanka Chopra, Farhan Akhtar, and everybody out of my head. I <laughs> could could not imagine Aisha Chaudhary as Aisha Chaudhary. I was imagining Aisha Chaudhary as Zaira Hussain all the time, the whole time I was reading the book. That is how you know. I sort of feel movies restrict our imagination. It, it provides blockage. You have to be here. You have to imagine this way in this narrow beam. You cannot go outside and everything. Yeah, that's the reason. Like no movies are better than you know book books. Like when they when right. they make a book into a movie, it probably takes away you know because not everything can be depicted. Like when you read every yeah. line, every word, you can imagine everything. Right. And yeah, I can feel that because I read The Fault in Our Stars. Mm. Uh, after yeah. I saw the movie. Yeah, same here. So, like, yeah, yeah I, that is one another example. I could not yeah. <laughs> picture them other than you know what was the name? Sharing Woodley and about the guys. Me too. Anyway, so I, yeah. I'm bad with names. <laughs> yeah, so same here. So yeah, that's one example too. Yeah, so I feel like you know books and everything. It's cool, and you and the thing the and the and the really thing the thing I like about uh, you was like you know you're doing the research part, and it's completely you know a technical or science aspect like intellectual intelligence mm-hmm. deal and books and you know the bookstagram page. It's completely into like art space. Yeah, and managing them both is really you know. Time hectic and you yeah, have to. Yeah, it's going to be. I understand that is why you know I have mentioned in lo- in a in lot of my posts that consistency is one thing I am going to uh, be struggling with once I join work. That's and, true. But yeah, I will try. I will try to you know create and be consistent as uh, you know as much as I can because I cannot really work uh, you know ten twelve hours in lab and then come back and then again write and all of that. But let's see how this goes. We cannot, uh, you know, just give up right now, and not even when I have already not, you know, joined work yet. Yeah. So, so at the end, what is something that you want to tell to a person who want to get into some research field or want to do research? Okay. One thing, if I have to say just one thing, I would say don't be, you know, fearful of taking risks. No, actually, you can tell many things. 
ंग Hmm. but you also cannot give up hope because then what is the point you toil i have there are a few of my you know seniors because hmm. one thing i would like to say yeah choose your guide in, in your research career whoever your guide choose you know wisely do some background research and everything because hmm. a guide student relationship in a phd program is very you know what do i say uh, it's really important yeah because he yeah. is the one who will be guiding you and uh, yeah. through his he way is, you go in that direction right yeah he is the one, he or she is the one who to whom you are going to go to in this five or six years whatever mm. happens whatever doesn't happen you have to go there and if he is not cooperative or you know accepting enough it is going to be a lot of trouble for the student uh, and like i was saying uh, a lot of my seniors who had really you know terrible experience with their guides Hmm. they left their research journey uh, after 5 or 6 years usually oh. research, uh, the phd program ends within 5 to 5 and 1/2 years if the guide is good hmm. but there are some guys who are really terrible terrible and they won't let you go till 8 9 or 10 years even so hmm. there are a couple of my uh, you know seniors uh, the people i know hmm. they left research after 6 or 7 years can wow. you imagine it it's, it's terrible years, like it's like yeah. one sixth of their life we can tell yeah seven years of so much hard work years and pulling your hair out and for what you give up at the end and it uh, and one of them it was she was just six months short of her submission oh my god yeah so the situation in some of the cases you know it's really grim but thank god touch wood and what do i say whatever you can <laughs> touch and everything <laughs> my guys i have two guys one hmm. of them is my principal guide and the other is you know co guide hmm. they are really 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 good professors really good human being really you know accepting and really helpful wow. i i cannot thank my stars for what i have got and my team members in research field my wow. senior how many members how, team members how many yeah so uh, Our uh, in our uh, okay so my field is nanobiotechnology in our nanobiotechnology group we including me we have we have three people and recently in july we have taken three more students they have not you know joined yet hmm. they'll be joining once lockdown opens and everything we go back so okay. if i have to give a number i would say there are now you know six people including oh. the newcomers as well oh six to uh, six students and then two guides yes right six students and two guides wow actually i want to, i want to thank you because like you know you came and like uh, coming in the podcast there is no need to thank me i should probably thank you that i have been given this platform to speak and chatter nonsense whatever no. it is i know <laughs> it wasn't because you know it was completely value adding like i got to know a lot about uh, you know immunology immunotherapy because after i spoke to you i kind of researched myself and i got uh, you know a lot of information about it that's true you yeah. should never stop learning you know I know I am pathetic about uh, at art, you know everything, but still I do it for the sake that I it keeps me happy and sane. 
that that's true and the reason that i was doing this is because like when i talk to people from uh, diverse field like i mm-hmm. at starting i thought to make the podcast on you know marketing mm-hmm. or business which i am concentrated in then i thought why don't i make this thing like a learning thing like uh, right. even though i get mm-hmm. listeners or not like whoever listens to it should have a diversified knowledge that is true so yeah. i am learning and whoever listening is learning so that's what i feel and because you know i i asked you out mm-hmm. of a blue like we don't know each other before right mm-hmm. right right we did not know <laughs> thanks yeah. to bookstagram <laughs> yeah i should thank because you know uh, usually people would be in internet we, we can't believe people trust right, them blindly Mm-hmm. so you accepting it and coming and talking it really means a lot to me and i hope listeners everyone in the listeners please go follow paper cuts for amazing book recommendation i guess my book list are completely based on the books that you are recommending i'm reading all the summaries <laughs> thank you thank you that means a lot <laughs> yeah and yeah thank you for coming and listeners if you want to come talk in the podcast you can dm me in my account talk of thought thanks konika thank you